mom of four, plant mama of seven, solar-powered music lover with a banging playlist, and two left feet, entrepreneur of over 17 years, and though a businesswoman in the boardroom, she's still around the way girl at heart. <laughs> Earthy, eclectic, free spirit with a bohemian vibe, a few piercings and a few tats, a road trip lover, random as fuck, mm, you fill in the blank. <laughs> Living, learning, loving, survivor of hurt, pain, struggle, and even divorce. Praying and laughing her way through this amazing adventure called life. And here to help you do the same. Hi, I'm Tiffany, and this is Life Unscripted. I hope to inspire you and that you will inspire me so that we will use our voices and experiences to help someone else along the way. Welcome. Now, let's jump into this week's amazing episode created especially for you and yours. Hey, you guys, and welcome to another wonderful edition of Life Unscripted, the podcast. I have an amazing guest for you guys to meet this week. His name is Barry Green, and he is Green Thumbs and also Shades of Moss on Instagram. And uh, let's welcome him to the show. Welcome, Barry. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I am doing well. Thank you. I'm so glad that you are here. I have been admiring you from afar since um, January of this year when I first um, saw you as a spoken word artist in Charlotte, um, Maui the writer. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was awesome. So you have all kinds of skills and talents. Yeah, I try to uh, try to display as much of them as possible. Um, but I, I, I thank you for just having me here. This is just a blessing within itself. It's actually full circle for me because um, one of my goals were, I'm a junior, okay? And I was named after my father. And the reason that um, Green Thumbs really just um, makes me so happy is because one of my, my goals was to really allow my legacy to speak for itself but through his name right um i'm his legacy obviously you know and just being able to um know that people recognize who barry green is and not a moniker or not a nickname or a stage name you know i, I do poetry on the barry j jerome um which is just my poetry name that i went by but to know that articles and you know, news outlets, I've been on the news, you know, recognize who Barry Green is, that just really resonates with me. So um, his birthday, you know, being Juneteenth and, you know, Father's Day being a couple days afterwards, this this particular Father's Day was, you know, rather emotional. Um, and, uh, just getting all the things that I've accomplished so far this year, it's just, with everything that's going on, it was just that one crack of, uh, sunshine you know that that he's still watching over me he's still there and um it just it just really makes me um honored that he's put me into um a foundation of faith that i i just i'll never stray away from you know he he ensured and you know you and i kind of talked off record about how 
plants and life have these, you know, cross streets, if you will. And if you think about, um, you know, a plant, if you plant something, anything in bad soil, it, it won't do well. It's starting off on a bad foot. So to know that I was, I was planted in good soil from jump, it just makes me, um, just so so happy and honored so everything that that's happening right now all the fruit that's that's partaking is is just really him um just kind of coming through and just allowing me to express my personality and my my passions for art you know singing and poetry and now i'm just transitioning into something that i i really didn't know i had until this year and that's that's the that's the green thumb I think that's awesome. So how long did you have your dad with you and what did that feel like to have a father? So um, that's that's a good question. I actually lost my father at a young age. I lost my father about eight, age eight. And um, I know it, so a lot of people that's like, man, that's so young. Like he, he, and a lot of things I didn't get to experience. I didn't get to experience, um, you know, my father at my high school graduation or my father at, an age where I can talk to him about, you know, sex or, you know, things that I was bothered, you know, was bothering me at that age. I didn't know anything. I just was happy to have my dad around. Um, and what I, I do remember and what I, I enjoy is that again, he kept us, he kept us in the church. He kept us around, um, people of love and faith. So I, I never, I never grew up in hatred or, um, just being upset that I didn't have certain things. I was just, blessed i was honestly just happy to be with my dad um so i mean that those are my memories um there were a, a lot of conversations of just understanding that um you know i had a talent you know he would push me on singing a lot i mean push 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 that was his thing because he was everyone knew him for singing um so now to be you know 31 and expressing myself in other manners i now get it i understand what he was trying to say he just wanted me to do it his way um so yeah it was it was just good times um at, at, at a younger age i think that is so beautiful and i live vicariously <laughs> through other people and their experiences with fathers um i just i've always been amazed with having having a father but I won't linger there because there's so much more I want to know about you um and I will start at the beginning um and we'll just work our way forward because the like I say the first time that I heard of you or met you was at that event in Charlotte back in January where you were actually expressing your your um platform your your gift um utilizing the stage to do that through spoken word so what got you started in spoken word like how long have you been doing that what's your process in writing do you still write since you've got these other projects going on have you kind of gotten away from that like tell me more about what got you going in in in, in all that sure so um particularly with poetry it's just always come so easy to me um always had as people like to say a way with words so it was just something that i wanted to continue to partake in, you know? Um, so I started to, as I got older, maybe, I don't know, my sophomore year in high school, um, you know, I, <laughs> I say this, but I, I, I say it to just add context to everything. I would, 
I guess I was a rapper. You know, I was writing, I was recording, I was just interested in um, alliteration and just all of these different parts of, you know, rhyming that we look to as hip hop artists, you know, fans of hip hop music, I should say. Um, I was just intrigued. Um, so I started doing a little bit more studying and then um, the writing part just t- transitioned into poetry just very effortlessly. So um, I stu- I do still write. I love quotes. That's been my big thing lately. Um, and I've honestly seen a lot of my impressions come from quotations or um, just my thoughts, you know. Um, I love um, the new short-handed poetry, I guess you can call it. Um, people are just kind of making really great metaphors, you know, um, short context, because with our shorter attention spans, that type of thing is needed, you know? Everyone that can't sit down and listen to a, a seven-minute free-form free, free poem, you know? Um, some people just need something short and snappy, so... Give us some tips on what you suggest for those who may not know that they have a gift for it just yet. They just may know that they are willing to try. Like, what would you say to someone to help them navigate through that and figure that out, tap into their inner poet that they don't even know they have? Yeah, I mean, I would say definitely they'd want to um, just write down their thoughts, start writing down how they feel, what they want to express, the point of the poem. Um, sometimes I'll get an idea of what I want the reader to understand, and then I'll start adding depth. Um, for anybody who isn't into poetry, I wouldn't start off with the depth part, just expressing yourself, you know, whatever it may be. Um, if you want to write a poem about your love life, then, you know, kind of. I don't know if you want to say break it down, but break it down in a smaller portion. What about your love life? Um, the fact that you're you know, waiting for a wife or um, are you writing about, you know, just your struggles with infidelity, whatever it is, just write those thoughts down and then um, kind of hone in on that. It'll make your poem more cohesive. And then from there, it's just a matter of, you know, switching some things out to, to add depth or character to your poem so you know rather than saying something like um you know he you know he cheated on me and it hurt me so bad you can you can say things like you know I'll never forget the pain you know that was left behind from you know said relationship this is something that will never um you know like just adding you know adjectives and metaphors and things like that to add context to it. So um, just breaking down how you felt. People say things like life is a roller coaster. That's a metaphor. You know, if, if you felt that way, you can put that in your poem. And that's that's all it is, just putting people in your shoes in a way that only you can you can tell that story, you know? Absolutely. And so while we're speaking of doing things therapeutically, just kind of some relief, um, tell me as far as being an African-American male in particular, but a man in general, about therapy and self-care. And um, tell me more about, you know, what your routine may be, if that's something that you even practice or are um, you're intentional about. Yes. So um, last year I began my, ther- I began my therapy sessions and 
it was uh, very, I wouldn't say awkward, but it was out of the box for me. It was something that I felt was finally time to do. Um, it was something that I didn't realize I could afford. Um, I think that's our biggest issue is not understanding that, you know, it isn't, it can be expensive, but it doesn't have to be expensive. There's insurance, there's different groups that help you make that less of a uh, hit to your wallet. But what I realized was with the poetry, with sitting down with somebody and just expressing myself and then, um, you know, the plant care, you know, these three things together have made it very easy for me to now sleep at night, to um, create. You know, one thing as an African-American male, I can wholeheartedly say is that we wear a lot of the world's weight on us because it's like, I, it's it's like walking on eggshells, but it's also like, um wanting to save the world at the same time it's so much that you want to do i mean if i if i gave you a list of all the things i want to do with my plant shop you would be like what what i, I can't no that that's crazy you know but i can't help it i i it's literally ingrained in me to want to do more than the minimum you know mm -hmm. um but that that comes with its cost that comes with feeling like you never perfected or you're never finished your work um, mm -hmm. so therapy allowed me to put things to rest. It allowed me to say, I'm happy with this work. I am happy with what I've created. I'm happy with this relationship that I've built or whatever. It's just being content. And one of the things that I feel like we unfortunately don't really digest is that contentment, like really sitting in that and really being happy, um, with what we've either created, what we've accomplished or what we want. Tell me about that a little bit. Like what led you to therapy? How'd you know you needed it? Um, the breaking point with, for me, and this is just, just being transparent and honest, um, it was realizing um, that I wasn't as good of a friend that I thought I was. And that's hard. That's very difficult for a majority of Americans, if, if humans in, in general, um, I say Americans because I think sometimes we're very ungrateful for their friendships that we have. We have social media to a point where everyone is a friend. And I think that's made the water more cloudier than it, it actually is um, or what, how we think it is. Um, and just having conversations with, you know, my new friends and old friends realizing that like, I could have done things better. I could communicate better. And seeing how my anxiety played big roles in being a friend, you know, being held accountable for my actions, being held accountable when I dropped the ball, being held accountable when I didn't communicate that something bothered me instead of just hoarding it in. Um, I had a big fallout with a, a large group of my, large group. And it was like, okay, it's time to sit down across, you know, from somebody and just really see what's happening. Um, because this isn't normal and it shouldn't be accepted. Um, so yeah, that, that, that was a turning point for me. Well, and I think that's awesome for you to even, um, to hold yourself accountable and to, um, make intentional effort 
to do better when you see yourself, you know, like Michael Jackson said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror, you know, right. and a lot of us don't want to look at the mirror. We want to look at everybody else and place blame. So I think that's awesome that you got to a point to where you um, wanted to be better and took the steps to do that. So speak to someone who who should go but won't go just yet. Um, the reality of it is <laughs> if you choose not to find therapy in what you want to find therapy in, things will f- pull you into finding therapy in it. If you choose not to seek therapy for your drinking habit, you will find therapy in drinking. If you choose not to find therapy into your um financial issues you're you're going to find therapy and spending money you know retail therapy um so it's like i would ask that person how much do you value self-control would you rather uh, be able to control your own emotions and how you spend your money or how you carry out your day-to-day activity or would you rather allow things to have control over you um that's that's like all i would really say because First and foremost, like none of us wants to be controlled by anything, right? Like we all have control issues. Um, so why not put control? Why don't we take control and put control into the things that we know that will better us? And that is therapy, whether it's art therapy, um, whether that's plant therapy, um, whether that's um, music therapy, you know, finding, you know, releasing music, whatever it may be, um, just putting control into those things rather than allowing our habits to make beds for our therapy, you know, um, it'll be simple. It won't, it'll be so seamless and it's not healthy. So I would just tell them to reevaluate their self-control. I think that is a, that is a perfect way to put it. I love it. And um, I feel like in being mindful and um, more reflective, slowing life down, it really does simplify things. Um, right. It really helps you to ultimately become a minimalist. And ultimately, it simplifies um, so many things in life. And finances are impacted, relationships are impacted, love for self is impacted, um, the, 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 um, the fact that some of our time is freed up because when you when you when you seek self love and you seek self improvement and you go after therapy um, in whatever way that therapy looks like for the individual because sometimes it is sitting across the table from someone who has alphabet soup behind their name you know so and so so and so Come, you know, and then sometimes it's therapeutic to find just a seasoned saint, you know, an older person that's gone through some things and that will be more so as an auntie, an uncle, a grandma, a grandfather to you, you know, um, and and that there's therapy there. There's therapy in writing and all these other things, but whatever it is, I feel like when you pursue that and you're intentional about it, the need for all this extra money and having to work long hours at work goes away. Because you realize that all those things that you're working so hard for um, to impress people that don't even care for you anyway, right. you, you kind of, you stop all that, 
You know, you stop being concerned about name brands, name brand car, name brand clothes, name brand whatever. Life begins to be so much simpler, you know? And so therapy is so important. Oh my gosh. Um, But I won't stay there because there's more I want to know. And so just a couple more things as we kind of come to a head with all this. I want to know about your plants. You said that um, you began your passion for plants this year. Tell me about that journey um, and how that has now come to your latest project, um, Shades of Moss. So tell, start start with your plant journey, please. Sure. So um, my plant journey is now about two years old. My first plant was gifted to me. It was a succulent. Um, I actually did really, really well with it. It was in a terrarium, um, activated charcoal, handmade, all that good stuff, and I, I stressed it out when I moved and people don't know that's a thing, but yes, (laughs) during this quarantine, while you're collecting 20 plants a month, keep in mind that you will move (laughs) and you don't want to stress your plants out. Um, so I moved and it just wasn't happy where it was. Um, and I lost it and I ended up having like a couple other plants that I picked up, but, um, recall very vividly trying something recession proof right um and i started like thinking of all these different hobbies or things i could pick up during this time to be better but cold shut everything down after um i went after my notary license and classes got shut down and i just kept saying lord like what do you what is going on? I remember getting my check back for that. And I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I posted one night after ordering some plants over the weekend. And everything came back to me about like how much I love plants. And it was like that hobby, that love for something was right there. So here I am like fighting to find some new, you know, fast, you know, fascination. And it was right there. Um, I posted on my regular page. This might sound crazy, but I think I'm going to start a plant page. And I'll never forget it was a Thursday night. And maybe 10 people follow me, maybe. And then I ended up going out two weeks later to the nursery and I posted a picture. And that picture, that picture got, it went viral. I don't know what it was about the picture. But it went viral, well over a thousand likes in like less than 24 hours. And it caught the attention of some local publications. And then that article went like viral and it just kept going over and over until I was on the news. And then I was like, okay, people actually care about my opinion and this passion that I have. And now we're here at Shades of Moss. Um, and Shades of Moss just kind of came as an opportunity to do something I love. Uh, I, I worked in the wine industry before, uh, putting in my notice about two weeks ago and just going all in on this this plant life. Um, I don't think this is a trend. I don't think this is a, a season. I think this is something that people are truly picking up a habit on. And I think that you will start to see more plant shops as much as you saw electronic shops, as much as you see restaurants. And that might sound so crazy, but there's so many different 
species and things that plants can do that, you know, restaurants just don't have that, that variety. Um, I was kind of telling somebody earlier that, you know, their dietary restrictions and things like that, but with plants, it's green. You know, it, the most questions you have to ask yourself, is it allergic to your plants or is it, you know, poisonous to your plant? I mean, to your, uh, your pets. And if they aren't, then, you know, it's pretty much free game. But I, I definitely think this is going to be a community that people will be in for a long time. And it ties into home decor. It ties into therapy. I mean, that's a that's a pretty winning combo. So if there's something you want to do, go after it. And, and I did. And, and I'm here. So tell us about it. Tell us the concept. What What is Shades of Moss? Shades of Moss. It is my baby. It is my gift back to the community. This is going to be an opportunity to shop at a plant shop that's not only Black-owned, but it will also give back to the community. We're going to have things, tutorial nights where you can come by and set up a terrarium. We're going to have, you know, small group repotting sessions where we can sit down and repot and if anybody's repotted a plant, they know how therapeutic it is. Uh, so to just be in the midst of, you know, maybe two or three other people and just getting stuff off your chest, whether it's been a tough week at work or you just, you know, something happened in the news and you want to talk about it, it'd be that opportunity. We'll have some great music provided, all that good stuff. Um, we'll also have men's night. You know, that's something I'm really pushing for. Get three or four fellas together. We'll sit back. We'll talk about plants, all the questions that you have about either, you know, house plants or how to style them or how to get started. You'll be able to ask. You don't have to worry about any judgment. There's no judgment zone so, here. So yeah, I'm starting a brand new concept called Bring One, Take One. Um, and I, I kind of got some some inspiration from what I was seeing uh, through a post that I just recently posted on my story, which was they bringing up, you know, they bring a plant and someone can take a plant. So if you have a plant that you aren't necessarily um, that enthused about anymore or just you can't quite figure it out you'll be able to bring that plant to the shop and then someone else can pick that plant up or you'd be able to take a plant that you see there um, I think that will be an opportunity for us to either try to save a plant or just get an opportunity to try a plant that you didn't know if you wanted to spend the money on um, and it'll just be a good opportunity for us to all experiment and become better uh, planners. I think that is awesome. And so tell me and tell our listeners if they um, would like to try their hand at being a plant mom, plant dad, plant family, um, but really never knew that they had a green thumb before, give us a couple of steps on how to get started. Like for a beginner who doesn't know much about this, what would you suggest they do? What kind of plant would you suggest? What do you think they should do to get going with this? Yeah, yeah. So um, in short, it's just, uh, I always tell people, don't start with more than two plants. Start with a plant that will, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Be, you know, pretty easy to use. Um, snake plant, ZZ plant, uh, even, you know, some of the um, different like trailing plants, um, like the um, uh, pothos, there'll be an, an, another great opportunity to get a plant and that will be good for you. Um, and then that just kind of building on that. So watering it once a week, setting a timer to, that, you know, you're able to make sure that these plants are taken care of and then build that confidence up. Um, those are all good starters. Um, 
I'm obviously speaking more of beginner indoor plants, but you know, I'm hopefully hoping to transition into um, outdoor plants and gardening and that sort of thing like that. Before we get off here, um, I joined in on one of your lives. Um, I tuned in one day and you were playing some amazing music and you turned me on to an artist. Um, I created a um, Pandora channel from that particular artist and found that there was a lot of my favorite artists that were kind of tied into that artist's um, channel anyway. So it worked out well. I was very familiar with the other artists that were being played on that channel. Um, but you tell me um, some music that you like to listen to. You know, let's turn some of the listeners on to someone that maybe they're not as familiar with um, because we know with pop culture and other things, you know, we hear certain things all the time on the radio. But yeah. turn it on to somebody that we really normally wouldn't hear on the radio, but they are missing out if they don't check this person out. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm actually in the, in the, um, trying to start my own um, playlist team duo I should say it's me and the 87 edit if you follow her on Instagram it's at the 87 edit edit and we kind of came together and started putting some music together for playlists during our like repotting sessions or just plant care um, but as far as just plants I shouldn't say plants. As far as artists that you should be listening to, whether you're dealing with your plants or just hanging out, um, Sir is probably one of my favorite artists that I really, really been digging into lately out of uh, Inglewood. Um, Tom Mish out of uh, UK is uh, probably arguably one of my favorite artists. And I probably listen to him the most. Um, he you know, has lo-fi music. He has you know, R&B um, it's just, it's very easy listening music. Um, my favorite band right now, I'm listening to the Monophonics. They're out of, uh, LA. They're kind of 70s soul meets beach band meets funk, maybe. Um, just really easy listening. I mean, if you're listening to that, their album, It's Only Us, it's just an amazing all the way through album. Um, that you can just play and don't have to ever touch anything else. Uh, Tuxedo, that's Mayor Hawthorne, um, and uh, Jake One. They make kind of like, if you like the Gap Band, kind of like 80s funk, then you'll love everything that Tuxedo is doing. Um, it's just that up-tempo. You can play it around your parents and be completely fine. Your kids, you don't have to worry about any, I mean, it'll be sexual innuendos, but that's just that that era so i mean outside of that you can just be free knowing that they'll enjoy the music and ask you who is that um so that's just a couple artists um i didn't i didn't shout any women out let's make sure i include the women let's see uh snow allegra i listen to a lot of snow um i'm also listening to no name probably one of my favorite hip-hop female artists out there period um she's just dope i mean one of the best minds that i've seen in hip-hop in a very long time uh ari lennox oh my gosh ari is bar none my favorite female artist so definitely check her album out shea butter baby and then go into the archives and catch some old music i can go on and on i, I just want to make sure that y'all gotta absolutely so you turn me on to tom mish absolutely love him um 
Ari Lennox, who could not love Ari? You yeah. know, Snow Allegra, yeah. oh my gosh. But I'm with you on Tuxedo. There are a lot of people who are not up on Tuxedo. Tuxedo is dope. Yes. So for anybody that, you know, is not familiar with any of those artists, oh my gosh, like they are missing out. I, I, I encourage you guys to look those artists up. They are amazing. Definitely, I'm going to be checking out the page, um, the 87 Edit. And as we wrap up, finally, just tell everybody one more time your name and your Instagram and social media handles. And if you have a website, like just let them know how can they support you? What are your immediate needs right now? How can they, what, what would you like our listeners to do to show their love for you? And how can we find you online? Sure, sure. So um, you can follow me on social media, particularly Instagram at green thumbs that's g-r-e-e-n-e-t-h-u-m-b-z uh you can follow the store page at shades of moss exactly how it sounds uh the website is www.shadesofmoss.com we will be shipping a majority of our inventory we won't be shipping any soil or any plants at the moment it's just a, a precautionary measure that I'm taking to make sure that they arrive as you see them on the site. So I'm trying to fix things so that they arrive exactly how you'd like. Um, but outside of that, I do have a GoFundMe that you will be able to see in the link in my bio on my Instagram. Uh, currently, we're at $1,500 of our $5,000 goal, and we're really pushing with the opening about two weeks away to make sure that we can get some of the overhead down and just try to stay around. I know uh, one thing about Black-owned businesses is I feel like we don't have a problem with emerging. It's a problem with the longevity factor, and I, I really want this to be something that we support as a community and as a culture long term so that it's not something that just kind of came and went oh it used to be you know a black owned plant shop but this happened i, I don't want to be that business so um whatever um you can you can do if it, all you can do is share the page and that's enough for me and i appreciate you and your time all right so we're donating to gofundme we're following the pages, Shades of Moss and Green Thumbs. And then how can we hear your spoken word? Like, let us know what have you ever, have, are you on YouTube for that? Like, how can we hear some of your work? So as far as the spoken word, I'm looking to incorporate some of that in my stationery. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do much, uh, you know, I guess, live or vocal work with COVID and things like that. I might put up a couple more videos, but I'm looking to transition to stationary. Um, I am working on a book that's kind of been put on the back burner for right now. Um, it will be faith-based. It will talk a lot about my faith and just where I am and how I've gotten to where I am. So I, I give all the credit, credit to my Lord and Savior. Um, but yes, that's that's what I'm doing um, as far as the, the poetry. Until then, um, I believe I have some on, on YouTube, but a majority of it will be found on Green Thumbs slowly in little incremental uh, posts that you'll see with some poetry. I think the most recent one had a lot to do with what's going on currently um, with the Black Lives Matter, where I just said, you know, please uh, don't let my love for greenery overshadow my love for being black. And that's just something that I feel like I had to say and poetically get that out there so that people understand, hey, just because I have a green thumb and, you know, you know, I enjoy that. Don't think that I won't have a voice or I won't have something to say. 
Perfect. Well, Barry, I want to say thank you so much for sharing your time with me and sharing your time with my listeners. And I wish you the best of blessings for everything that you are aspiring to do. I know that your father is super duper proud of you and he is with you you every single step of the way. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And I can't wait for you to see the shop if you ever make it down. All right, then. I can't wait to come. Well, have a great evening. You do the same too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that's another amazing episode in the books. I appreciate you stopping by and listening because I do this for you. Now, it's your turn to join the conversation. Please weigh in on this episode by visiting organizedenergy.co backslash podcast and do two things. One, leave a written or audio comment or questions regarding today's conversation. And two, let your voice be heard by casting your vote in this week's poll based on this episode. And now that we're family, let's stay connected. Still, go to that same link, organizedenergy.co backslash podcast and join my Love Shine community. Why Love Shine? Because it's all about love and it's all about light over here at the Life Unscripted Podcast. Or you can find me on your own simply by visiting Facebook. You'll go to Organized Energy Consulting, find our community and groups, and then join the Life Unscripted Podcast after party. Also on Instagram, find me at Life Unscripted Podcast. On Twitter, it's Life Unscripted P. And show a little love by sharing this episode with a friend or two or three. Speaking of showing love, before I get out of here, I got to remind you of something. I want you to always remember that self-love is one of the best forms of love. Because no matter who comes, who goes, no matter who chooses you, who doesn't, who forgives you and who doesn't, who values you and who doesn't, so long as you choose you and you love you and you see value in you, And you take time each and every day to celebrate yourself. Take time right now and write this love note to yourself. And not only do I want you to write it daily, but I want you to recite it daily in the mirror. Repeat after me. So you say your name and I'm going to say mine. Dear Tiffany, I love you. I forgive you. I accept you. I choose you. You have worth. You have purpose. You have value. You matter to me. And you matter to God. My words, my thoughts, my decisions today will prove this. Tiffany, you're already winning. You are already blessed. Keep going. Do not give up because the very best is yet to come. All right, Love Shines, thanks so much for hanging out with me. Time is a commodity and once it's spent, we can never get it back. So I truly appreciate you spending just a little bit of yours with me. That's a wrap until next time. I want you to know that I love you. I'm praying for you and I want nothing but blessings, love and light for you and yours. Have a great week, guys. Hi. 
Hi, do you feel like you have way too much on your plate to get accomplished and very little time to get it all done? Is anxiety like on 1000 right now? Take a deep breath and woosah and then reach out to me because I am a trusted confidant and accountability partner and I can help you master time management and work-life balance as a professional. And because I specialize in helping to develop brands and the professionals behind them, I could also help you with your small business. So whether you're still in the conceptual stages of the business or you're trying to figure out exactly how to launch, how to brand it, how to market it, how to look good and how to operate efficiently so that you're working smarter and not harder, I'm still your girl. For more information about how I can help you, Find me at organizedenergy.co, where I am helping to develop brands and the professionals behind them.